Welcome to the Do Weekly, weekly Podcast, a week weekly, weekly challenge, challenge podcast for, for small business owners by small business owners. I'm Natalie MacLeese. And I'm Alex Vasquez. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. How's your week going? Fair to Midland. Uh, you know, doing okay, hanging in there, getting all the stuff done eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, and by the way, that's the thing that clients love to hear. Yeah. I'm getting it done eventually. And when is this website going to launch? Eventually. Uh, eventually. <laughs> Someday. Some yeah, say. They love that. They, yeah. they just um, eat that right up. They do. Uh, That's your so, client for life. So if you haven't guessed it, dear listeners, we're talking about how to incense and infuriate <laughs> your clients. Oh, well, I, have a, I, I, I know how to do that. How'd you manage that? Well, before we get into the challenges for the week, I thought that we should share... Story of business failure. That seems like it's somewhat related to a book that you recently read <laughs> well, called Bounce. Um, I listen. I don't think that I messed up because I read the book. <laughs> well, no one's accusing you of messing up for reading a book, but. And I don't think that we should do a challenge around this kind of thing because I don't think it should be a challenge to make a mistake. <laughs> So wait, you're saying that a bad challenge would be to, okay, go make a catastrophic mistake in your business and then go fix it eventually. Yeah, and then fix it. Yeah, that's probably not the kind of challenge we should be doing, but I did it this week anyway, accidentally. Mm -hmm. So I thought I would share my tale of woe. Tell us your tale of woe now. Well, I promised a client that I would do something on Monday afternoon mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was very important mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it meant the client couldn't update their website until I was done Ooh. so they sent out an email to the whole organization saying nobody uh, touched the website uh -huh. <laughs> um, until this thing is done and then Two people stayed at work late oh. because there was a thing they needed to do after I did my work. Uh, yeah. And then Monday afternoon came and I had a few phone calls and I got really busy and I totally forgot to do it. The plot thickens. <laughs> I have no good excuse for why I didn't do it. I just flaked and forgot. Damn. So, so what happened? Well. What was the fallout? <laughs> so that was Monday afternoon. Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. I woke up like this. <gasps> <laughs> and I jumped out of bed and ran into my office and fired up my computer to go into my emails. And I had the worst feeling of dread in the pit of my stomach because I just knew my whole inbox was going to be full of 50 angry emails going, where are you? Why isn't this done? 
And luckily, there was only one email. But my client had stayed at work till 9 p.m. their time waiting for me. And then sent a message saying, we waited till 9. We're going home now with two people who were waiting. And I had to send an immediate, very apologetic email saying, I am so sorry. I didn't even have any good reasons or excuses for why I forgot to do it. I just did. And so I sent a very sincere apology, completely owning the mistake, taking all the responsibility, Mm -hmm. acknowledging the huge hassle that I had created for everyone in the organization and especially for the two people who stayed after work until 9 p.m. waiting for me. And apologized profusely, and my client was actually very nice and wrote me back and said, no worries, we all make mistakes, can you just do it right now? (laughs) So my workday started at 5 a.m. Tuesday morning, so I got it all fixed as quickly as I could, I wrapped it up. I got the task done at about 8.45 a.m., and I normally start my workday at 9, so I treated myself to a real quick Starbucks coffee, which, you know, I never drink coffee. I drink, like, two cups of coffee a year, (laughs) (laughs) and started my workday. Wow. And a little ways into my workday, I did go onto the Seize Candy website and send a pound of chocolates to each of the people who had waited at the office till 9 p.m., well, that is very kind and <clears throat> sweet of you. <laughs> but I think it's all okay now. But <sighs> I feel awful. Like, I just feel awful that I forgot to do that. And just, I, I it was just a mistake. I just made a mistake. Well, and, and I think I think it's important to, you know, w- without without any pretense or, you know, just own own up to your mistakes. Yeah. Like when you mess up, you mess up and it happens, you know, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Um, and I know like both you and I have been really, really busy for a couple of months now. Yeah. And like, this is a reason why you shouldn't overload yourself like that because it's kind of inevitable that something is going to slip through the cracks sooner or later. <clears throat> well, I, I think you handled you made the best of a bad situation, and hey, you got an early start on your <laughs> on your workday. Holy cow! Did you take a nap? Um, I didn't, but I did go to bed early that night. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't uh, have anything like that to share, um, but I'm sure I will uh, very soon. But it, you know, I've gosh, I remember torpedoing a database. One time, it, I've, I've blown up a few databases in my day. And every time you do it, just, the, the same feeling. It never never gets any better. Yeah, you know, it's with, like this, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, you just kind of feel it there. <laughs> you take a moment to take inventory as your stomach starts to, like, climb up into your heart. Yeah. Oof. Well, Nat, I'm sorry that yeah. happened, but I'm impressed 
and proud with how you handled it. Thank you. How you recovered. So um, hopefully your clients enjoy the candy. Hopefully they do. I just got the notice that it shipped yesterday, so I guess I'll get it in the next few days. Excellent. Yeah. You know, actually, coming up in a couple weeks is my business anniversary. Oh, going nice. on my own. Going Like, I started my business in 2010, but I didn't go, like, full-time on my own until, like, 2014. So the business has been around for 10 years, but... I've only been full-time at it for what's coming up to be my sixth year. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I had uh, a similar start. I started Purple Pen in February of 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I didn't start working for myself full-time until November of 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So almost three years later. Crazy. Quasi, quasi, quasi. Yeah, I was just kind of running it part-time on the side. Hmm. Um, So should we get into our challenges for the week? We should. Do you want to talk about Analog January first, or do you want to talk about our educational products first? Um, Let's talk about Analog January. All right. I feel like that's better. So so for those of you following along uh, and have been... Doing the Analog January with us. Five-week challenge. Five-week challenge. Um, it is called Analog January, but do feel free to do it any time. Yeah. It, I mean, and this is kind any of Any old five weeks will do. Any old five weeks will do. Like, if you're doing Analog January well into February, um, it's fine. It's okay. No one's judging you. Or into April or May. Yeah, actually. Or October. Anytime's a good time for analog January, <laughs> right? Exactly. So there, there's a few challenges that, that go along with that. Uh, reading like 20 books for the month. Not three to like, four books in it, five weeks. It feels like 20. Okay? All right. And then, mm-hmm. you know, moving, like getting out, walking without your phone, without your technology, just for taking in the world. For at least 15 minutes a day. For at least 15 minutes a day, taking the world in around you. Yeah, with no phone. With no phone, no music, don't even think about it. And then connecting, which is to have a real conversation with at least 20 different people during the five weeks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Making, which is to engage in the physical world in some kind of skilled craft or hobby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And joining, which is joining a group that meets uh, once a week. And meeting people face-to-face out in the real world. That's right. And uh, if you're brave and you're dating, you can use Bumble's handy-dandy BFF feature. Not a sponsor. Definitely not a sponsor. <laughs> so last week's challenge, we were supposed to connect. Well, last week we talked about connecting and how we were doing on it. Well, yeah, we are supposed to do it. Well, I, we're, we're supposed, supposed to do, to do it all do five it. weeks. We're supposed to do it all five weeks. So, But that's but what we focused on last week. That's what we're focusing on. No, this week we're focusing on moving. Next week's challenge, You're we're focusing on moving. You're very confusing me. Oh, my gosh. No, this week, we're, right now, we're going to talk about moving. Last week, we talked about connecting. I What's, don't know what it is. What is it, happening right now? It is a difficult week, Natalie. It I'm is a difficult confused. week. All right, moving. Be out in the world 
for 15 minutes without your phone every day. Do you want to talk about how you're doing with that? I'm doing quite well with that. Every day I get up and move. Um, usually what I'll, what I've been doing is, um, one of the first things I'll do when I get up in the morning is I'll do some stretches and I've been going out for a walk, a stroll, a 15 minute stroll. Okay. And without your phone, without my phone. And I've been doing this uh, during the workday too. So some days I'm doubling up. So I'm kind of overachieving there, but have uh, you missed any days? uh, I've missed some days. I've definitely missed some days. So um, there, there are some days where I just kind of forget to because I'm kind of engrossed in my work. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't take a break when I should. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, I, I've just been getting up in the morning and going for a walk or I try to go for a walk in the afternoons. So if I wake up early enough, that's when I'll go for a walk. Sometimes I don't. I, I don't usually set alarms for myself anymore. Yeah, I don't I, either. Yeah. So I generally I am up like around six or seven, which is kind of neat. Um, and then, yeah, I just go in the morning if, if I'm up early enough. And it's kind of nice because you get to you get to greet the sun as it as it rises well, this in the time of year, yeah. in, in this time <laughs> around <of> seven. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but it's, it's been nice though, just kind of observing the world around me and hearing the song of the birds going tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Just like what Natalie did right there. If in case you didn't Do you hear. find that it's, um, that being out without your phone, does that give you any kind of anxiety? Uh, it does. I, I find myself reaching for <laughs> something that's not there or like, yeah. I'll think about something. I'm like, Oh, I wonder how stocks are doing this morning and I'll reach for my phone and it's not there. I'm like, Oh, but, uh, you know, I, I get over it and I try to focus on, Oh, well, I try to, I try to not focus on anything. I try to make it a meditative Stroll mm-hmm. or like a meditative experience. I so I just focus on breathing. I try to focus on breathing and just observing what what's happening around me. So that's what I've been trying to do. Most days I'll go once to twice a day to walk, but um, yeah, and some days I miss it. So I haven't been straight up with it. Like not every single day. Yeah. <clears throat> what about yourself? Oh, I definitely have not been doing it every day either. Why? In fact, I probably have done it less than 10 times. And also, we should probably talk about the no phone thing. Let's talk about it. Because I take my phone with me, but I leave it in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I don't look at it. I don't listen to... I don't listen to any podcasts or music or... Mm -hmm. I have alerts turned off and everything... Um, so I'm not interacting with my phone in any way during the walk, mm. but I don't like, I have reached a point, I think where I do not feel safe out in the world without my phone. That is fair. Yeah. I just think like, what if I fall and break my leg and I can't get up or like, what if someone attacks me? <clears throat> 
or, you know, like all kinds of things can happen that I'm going to really wish I had my phone with me. Yeah. So I, I do take it with me and, and I just leave it like closed away in a pocket and I don't interact with it in any way at all. Yeah. Um, but it, and it does help to kind of have that peace of mind that if something happened, um, I can still call 911. Yeah. And, and get help if I need it. That makes sense. Um, I don't have the same fears or concerns yeah. that, that you do. So, um, but I'm also more inclined to touch my phone. Like if it's there, if it's mm. handy, like I can, it, anytime I've had my phone on me and I've made an intention to not touch it, mm-hmm. um, I, I go for it at some point, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really have a problem with that. Like, if I say, oh, I I'm not going to look at my phone, I, I don't look at it. it that's yeah. not a problem. Well, Natalie, but I'm curious, like, how did my blazers do the other night? How's the stock market looking? Uh, well, I don't care you know, about the like, blazers. Did, did, did anyone, like, read my crappy poetry market. on Reddit? I don't post crappy poetry on Reddit. <sighs> Well, you're just better than I everyone, I mean, I, I have, guess. like, most notifications on my phone are off anyway, so it's not like <laughs> stuff is coming yeah. through to my phone just constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then I have found it kind of challenging to make the time uh, to go out and have a day. Like, I, I did really good at it while I was in Hawaii on my trip. Yeah. And I, but I've only done it a few times um, when I've been at home. Well, is, is there something else about just going out for a stroll that bothers you? Is it the concerns that you have that that kind of put? I mean, and for me too, to be to be fair, you know, like reading books. Me and reading books is like I definitely did not read like as many books as I was supposed to, and it's just it takes one me. More week. I know, but it takes me a long time to read a book. Yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes I just think about a book. I'm like, man, that's going to How long is it going to take me to read 300 pages? Oh, it's going to take me 900 hours. You know, I got, sh- I got other stuff to do. So my, what I'm wondering is, what I'm wondering is, is there a way that you feel or an anxiety you get about walking around? Like, is it tied to the anxiety that you've already talked about? Or is it something else? Um, um, I don't, I don't think that uh, it's anxiety. Like, I think it's just that I feel like I have other more important things to do. Okay. <laughs> like, I did, I just, oh, I don't have time for that right now. I've got to do these what other do you, things. So, um, and then like, I definitely do not like, uh, you know, we record in the evening. It's 9 p.m. right now, and it's winter, so it gets dark early. Like, I definitely do not feel comfortable being out by myself walking after dark. So it's something I would need to do during daytime hours in the summer. I'm much more likely to go for a walk in the evening while it's still light. Um, so it's, it's a little more, it's a little more challenging to do in the winter when you have less daylight time and then most daylight time you're working. And I know it's only 15 minutes, right? Like, yeah, (laughs) It shouldn't be that big a deal, but I don't know. I, I've been really struggling with it, but I'll see if I can do better over the next week as we okay. kind of head into the last week of the challenge. Yeah. I, I feel like sometimes there's these mental blocks that come up that we put out yeah. there. And 
you know, there's ways to look at different things. Like you can look at things as an opportunity, like what you'll get out of it as opposed to how difficult or how much yeah. uh, it's going to cost you to do the thing. So maybe instead of looking at from a mindset of, oh, this is going to hurt or this is going to cost me, maybe I should look at it as an opportunity. Maybe mm-hmm. I should look at it from, you know, a, a, an a abundant mindset if you will like if i read this book i'm going to learn so much it's going to help me to understand these different things yeah and and going out for the walk it is like a meditation it's a nice break for the day it's like a nice opportunity to get a change of scenery get some sunshine make some vitamin d yeah um yeah i would definitely have an easier time of this challenge if it were happening in june (laughs) yeah because i do love to do an evening stroll in the summertime but um, I, yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing that in the winter when it's dark. That's yeah. the time, you know, work is over. Makes sense. Yeah. And I just, um, I don't know. I've never been much for like a morning walk. Okay. It is what it is. We all got I our stuff. I used to always go for a walk on my lunch break, um, years ago when I worked in an office, but I think that's mostly just because I wanted to get out of the office so desperately. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and now I work for myself and I and I don't feel like, oh, I just got to get out of here. Well, you, you kind of built a sanctuary for yourself. Yeah. That, that is your office. And I think that's pretty neat. I, yeah. I think for me, I, yeah, and that's, a, I guess that's a whole other discussion. But like, if I'm not, if I'm working from home too much, I feel like I need to be around people at some point. Mm-hmm. But this week I was, you know, at my office space all week surrounded by a bunch of people and today i was like yeah i just want to work by myself yeah yeah <laughs> so you know it anyway but uh, it sounds like we're we've you know we're doing some stuff at least we're trying and that's really yeah that's really the most important thing yeah so i think i will since i've already read seven books so far yeah you can you can stop Look, overachieving you there. can you can stop reading because i read yours too <laughs> yeah that's not how the challenges work <laughs> and I don't think I will finish that 1,400-page book um, by well, next week. You, you never know, Nat. You read pages uh, in, like, nanoseconds. So. Yeah. So reading, I'm doing great. <laughs> the rest I've been doing pretty good on, but, but moving is definitely the challenge where um, where I'm having some yeah. challenges, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, and that's okay. It, just be kind to yourself and... You know, uh, see if there's mental blockers that you can adjust or reframe. Yeah. And, you know, see if that doesn't make a difference. And maybe you need an accountability, uh, accountability buddy. I mean, that's kind of what we are Yeah. to one another. So. If only the cats like to walk on leashes. Oh, put them on a leash, see, see what happens. I have leashes for them. Mabel gets so angry when I put hers on that she runs and hides and doesn't come out for days. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you poor cat. Terrorizing your poor cats. <laughs> she gets so upset. Yeah. All right, so educational products. How is yours coming along? I got to be honest. <laughs> I have not worked on mine this last week. I have been knee-deep in work. Tough week, yeah. It, it's been a rough week, and I've had some pretty big milestones that I've had to hit on this project that won't end. 
I know how that goes. So I have not, but I feel good. I mean, overall, even though I haven't done anything the last week, I feel good like with where it's at, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've been making progress on it. And I think it's going to be something valuable at the end of all of this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it'll, if nothing else, it's a fun experiment. Okay. Um, For mine, I kind of ran into an interesting conundrum. (laughs) Tell me. So, you know, I had just the one chapter left, but it was kind of the big chapter. Yeah. And so I kind of divided it into three subsections. And was tackling those one at a time. And one of the subsections, you know, I'm doing um, an educational, an ebook on web accessibility for small business owners. And I'm just kind of explaining some basics and like things you need to know to have the right language sure. to talk to people. Sure. But I know that one of the biggest questions that business owners are going to have is what about my own website? So I wanted to be sure to give them some tools that they could get at least a general idea of how, um, you know, how poorly or how well their website was faring. And as I started writing that section, I realized it's a real challenge to do that in text. Well, I have an idea. Okay. I mean, this is not going to fit for your challenge, but don't you feel like building a tool yourself that could do a lot of these checks? Like the, that could basically be you, you know, that could look with your eyes and do the analysis that you do when you're reviewing a site, something that you could build yourself that did that. Don't you think that'd be a pretty awesome lead engine? (laughs) Well, well, let me tell you that there are, probably at least a dozen um, automated accessibility tools that I know of that do a pretty good job. The issue with automated accessibility checking is it can only catch about 20 to 30% of accessibility issues. Mm -hmm. The rest have to be checked manually. And because the automated tests catch so little, I kind of felt like I needed to give business owners a little more information. Like I don't want to walk them through doing a full on accessibility audit. That's like two hours per page um, and catching all these like super technical issues that they probably wouldn't even understand. But I did want to give them at least some tools for going a little bit more in depth than just an automated tool. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that's going to give them a much better idea of where they are. And that's when I, like started writing out these sections and they're just so tedious. And I realized that they really just need to be video walkthroughs. Um, so now I'm not exactly sure how that fits in with an ebook. Like, should it just be a YouTube channel that I link to from the book? And obviously the YouTube videos would be branded and have all my business information and a link to get the ebook and blah, blah, blah. But so now there's this whole thing where I feel like I do need to make a like a small series of like like maybe eight videos that are five minutes or less each. Yeah. So we're not talking about like massive amounts of video content. Um, and then I have to figure out how to make it fit with the ebook. And then I also <laughs> realized last night as I was working on it that I the other issue that I have is. 
it's very challenging to pick real websites to use in like a video or to give people to use as examples for testing because you don't want to like, you don't want to hold up a business that's like, well, here's a really bad example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wouldn't want somebody to do that to my business. Um, you know, for something that I may not even know about. So then I realized like what I need is two testing websites, like one good one and one bad one that I'm going to build. I found like a very simple free for commercial use PSD template, just single page. Then I'm just going to build two versions of it, like a good version that passes accessibility checks and a bad version that fails everything. And then I'll use those in the videos and I'll have them live on the internet so that when people want to learn how to to do do it, they can use them. Nice. Yeah. So it turned into a little bit more, (laughs) but it's, it's not unreasonable. Um, and I feel like it's necessary and and makes the product better. And I just have to figure out how I make the book and the videos work together. But I I think it'll be worth doing and worth having. Yeah. I think that's a fun, I think that's a good approach. And heck, you could even leverage, uh, one of the pieces of software that you sell in it too. You know, like draw attention or something like that. It, yeah. Which you can draw image maps with and <laughs> kind of like call attention to problem areas on a page. Yeah, I could do that. Is it accessible? Is draw attention accessible? Why are you asking me that on a live podcast? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, I uh, okay. Well, I think... I think that's pretty, pretty darn cool. So you're making some good progress and thinking about some good problems. Yeah, so hopefully, um, so I think my goal by the time we record next week will be to have built out those two versions of that single web page. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So I think it's coming along. Frickin' A. Do you think you'll be able to work on yours this coming week? Yes. And I'm taking an extra day off, so, for the for the holiday, ah. for the President's Day weekend. Nice. So. I am not. Yeah, I probably shouldn't either, but I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. My my my. You know, like my if you nose don't take against President's the Day off, the weird like the way, weird way that our holidays work in the U.S. is that if you don't take President's Day off, you literally have no holidays from New Year's Day until Memorial Day. Yeah. Like there's five months with no holidays. Yeah. And all the holidays are in the other seven months of the year. Yeah. I put put that way. I'm taking it. Yeah. And I think you should, too. Because we don't get any days off. You know, there's Easter in there, but that's on a Sunday, so it's no yeah. days off work. Yeah. Um, and there's just, you know, like nobody takes Valentine's Day off. Nobody takes St. Patrick's Day off. <laughs> like, well, people take the day after St. Patrick's Day off. <laughs> Only I feel, I feel like the day after St. Patty's Day should be a holiday. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Do you drink a little too much green beer? Um, I have in the past. I try to uh, temper my 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 intake these days, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> okay. Well, so I think we're making some progress. We'll have some stuff to report on next week, and we also are continuing our challenge. Yeah, so next week is our last check-in on Analog January. Our last week of Analog January is coming up. Mm-hmm. 
And we're going to head into some exciting new challenges. Yes, we are. So, um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say, Natalie. All right. Well, if people wanted to find us on social media, where would they do that? I mean, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Do Weekly Podcast. Boom. What if, what if they want show notes or to find out where they can subscribe? Well, you can visit us on our Pantheon hosted website at doweeklypodcast.com. Yay. Yay. And we're available anywhere you get podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, blah, blah, blah. All oh, yeah. Of it. We're on all of them. All of them. All of them. You have no excuses for not listening. Not even a little one. Not even a yeah. little one. So if we see you and we're like, did you listen to this week's episode? And you say no, we're going to kick you in the shins. Oh, yeah. going to going to just bust a cap. <laughs> a kneecap? <laughs> yeah. We're going to bust you in the kneecap straight up. Just going to take it off and sell it to the highest bidder. Oh, my. I don't yeah. think we need to be that violent. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's true. So... For the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie MacLeese. We're here to remind you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye.